Claire, thanks for sharing with us about your work in Chad. Why would anybody voluntarily want to go and live and work in a place like that? Third poorest country in the world. Extremely hot, a country marked by instability and violence. It's Africa's fifth largest nation. There is inadequate infrastructure. There is internal conflict. Poverty is rife. Health and social conditions are poor. But I guess that's why you're there, Claire. BMS, mission, BMS World Mission works in places like Chad because BMS is committed to transforming the lives of people in fragile states and in under-evangelized communities, working amongst the world's most marginalized people on four continents, of which Africa is one. And ordinary people like Claire respond to the call of God to go to places like Chad and serve with BMS World Mission. People who work with BMS are ordinary people who've dedicated their lives to serving an extraordinary God. A God who says that we should love him with all our heart, soul, mind and strength. Jesus and the lawyer agreed that this was the first and greatest commandment of all. But it's a big ask. Why does God say we should do this, love him before anything else? Firstly, I guess, loving something or someone other than ourselves is good for us because it corresponds to the way in which we were made in the image of God. If you don't love, there's something wrong with you. Someone who does not love anybody but themselves can end up being a bit like a narcissist. And narcissists are so wrapped up in themselves that they have no empathy with anybody else. They have an exaggerated sense of their own self-importance or achievements, and this gives rise to feelings of entitlement. They crave praise and attention for themselves as a way of trying to offset their own deep-seated feelings of inferiority, insecurity and low self-esteem. And these are factors which cause them to be extremely suspicious of other people and critical of them and quick to blame them when things go wrong. If life has damaged you so badly that you can't love or trust anybody but yourself, it's a bad place to be for you and everybody else. Because we're made to love, and if we don't love, there's something wrong with us, and we can end up being quite destructive of ourselves and those around us. Living or working with someone with narcissistic tendencies is hard work. And there are too many people like that. It's one of the reasons why the world is in the mess it's in. So there are good reasons why we're commanded to love. It's good for us, but why should we love God and love him with everything we've got? What's so special about God? Well, in one sense, he's worthy of your love. He won't be, abuse it or betray your trust. And he's eternal. He lives forever. And that means if you love him, you're never going to lose him. When he says he will never leave you nor forsake you, it's a promise that holds good for eternity. But more than that, when we love God with all our heart, soul, mind and strength, we are connecting with the God who is love, who is the source of all love, and who releases his love into our hearts by his Holy Spirit. And it's only actually as his divine love flows into us and through us that we have any hope of keeping the second greatest commandment, which is loving our neighbour as ourselves. It's once we love God that he instills in us the capacity to love others, even if they're difficult people. Without God's love, we simply don't have the power to love others sacrificially as we should. 
Some of you will know that this summer with Rob and Mimsu and I took the young people to Soul Survivor. And while the other stayed in tents, she and I stayed in comfort in a motorhome. That was benefit to us because it was warm and comfortable. The benefit to them, it wasn't entirely selfish, was that the motorhome had a fridge that could be used to store food and keep it cold. Not that the outside temperature was much higher than the fridge temperature some nights. And the plan at the end of Soul Survivor was for Sue's dad to drive my car down from Doncaster to Peterborough, where we were staying, pick up the motorhome, take it back, and we would come home from Peterborough. But first thing on the last day, he couldn't start the car. The battery was flat. One of us had not shut the boot properly. <laughs> now, her dad was confused because everything else was working on the car, lights, radio, everything else, but it just wouldn't start. But that's because if you know about cars, you'll know that the charge of the battery isn't actually there to operate the lights and all the other peripheral stuff. You could get away with a much smaller, less powerful battery to do that. The principle, the only job of the battery, actually, is to crank the starter motor and get the engine running. And once the battery's done its job, main job, and got the engine running, the alternator ensures that the battery has the charge to put on the lights, run the radio, and do everything else that needs to be done. But leave the lights on when the engine's off, and as we found to our cost, the battery soon drains. So the battery only works when all its charge is used to start the engine, and once it's done that, the alternator gives it the power to run everything else. Think about that as a picture of the call for us to love God with everything that we have. If we love God with all our heart, soul, mind and strength, he gives you the love you need to love your neighbour as yourself as well. Invest everything in him and he releases his resources to do everything else that needs to be done. <laughs> Try loving everyone else without the love of God and you will end up exhausted and in a bad way. So we love God with everything because that gives us the capacity we need to love others. And that in turn enables us to be part of God's solution for the plight of a loveless world. Claire, if you have a love for the people in Chad, I guess it's because God has placed that love in your heart. And as we look on a world where so much is so wrong, we hear God's call to be part of the solution, to go where he sends us in love, to use the skills we have to bring his kingdom into people's lives. One of us is called to Chad. Some of us will be called to other parts of the world. All of us are called to love and love our neighbours right here, right now, in this church, in Horsham, today and in the coming week. It's as we keep this the greatest commandment that we serve God with all our lives. And in doing so, we are enabled to make the greatest difference in Jesus' name to this world in which we live. This world for which God gave his one and only Son. This world where God sends you to live and work for him. To love him with all you've got and to love your neighbour as yourself.